Hello and welcome to Tea and Talk with Toya. I'm your host, Latoya Nicole, best-selling author, belief therapist, life coach, and organizer with SOLO Coaching and Consulting. Tune in every Tuesday for Tea and Talk about soul-penetrating topics, challenging mindsets that stagnate us. Because too often our limiting beliefs hinder us from living our lives by design. So if you are ready to unpack and move forward with your desires, stay tuned. You owe it to yourself to become everything you've ever dreamed. Hey there, Tea and Talk with Toya fam. It is your girl, Latoya Nicole, and I am excited to be before you yet again to talk about some enlightening information, okay? So I I just want to say, you know, I hope you guys are having a good day thus far. I always have to come on and say that because I know how it can be day to day to day, you know, processing information, dealing with certain people, dealing with your own, you know, (laughs) things internally that you're dealing with, raising children, being in relationships. I know it can be a lot. So, you know, each time I come on, I just want to make sure that I, you know, acknowledge and say that I hope you guys are doing well. And even if you don't feel like you are, you are. Keep going. Hang in there. Okay. So today, I want to talk about unsafe living environments. And I don't mean unsafe like, you know, somebody probably would have thought I was talking about living in the hood, you know, something like that. But you want, if you want to call these environments I'm talking about hood, I mean, that's fine. But these hoods can be anywhere. Okay. <laughs> anywhere. Because when I say unsafe, I mean those psychologically unsafe environments. I know, you know, most people say toxic environments, but unsafe is, is suffice. And when I say psychologically, I mean... It's not safe for you mentally or emotionally. That's what I want to talk about today. I was reading a book and the young lady, um, let me see if I can find her quote one second. The young lady said, um, and her name is Brittany D. Jackson, by the way, and she has a business called Say It With Your Soul, and she teaches voice lessons. She also does therapeutic arts. So if you need some type of, you know, therapeutic activities and you like the arts, she would be a great person. Look her up on social media. Brittany D. Jackson would say it with your soul, but she said, my living environment began to get highly toxic and uncomfortable to the point where I cried a lot. I was angry with myself and in a state of depression. Now I can I can let y'all know firsthand that staying in psychologically unsafe living environments might contribute to depression and foster conditions like PTSD. Yeah, I know, you you know, um, I was talking to a young lady, it was a long time ago, and she had been in a relationship with someone with narcissistic um, characteristic traits. I'm not going to 
call them narcissists because we don't know that they ain't been diagnosed, but they do have the traits. And well, she was actually married to this person. And she said her therapist told her, you know, that she had PTSD. And she was like, what do you mean? I got PTSD. I thought that was just for people that's like in the army and stuff like that. But that's the crazy thing, because I remember there was a time you only heard about PTSD when it was in reference to somebody that served. You know what I'm saying? And when you think about it, post-traumatic stress disorder, like anybody can have that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So staying in those environments does do that to you. Staying, I know people always on this forgive and forget BS because they have no idea what, what being around these people and dealing with these people does to your body. They don't get it. So it's easy for them to encourage you to stay, to forgive them and stay in situations like that. You have, you have just your average Joe saying it. You, you have people of the, the Christian community. They, you know, will definitely tell you to stay because you got to suffer for righteousness sake. Yeah, I had to take a moment of silence on that one. And this stuff is destroying us. Can you imagine how many people are walking around here with diabetes because they stayed in psychologically unsafe living environments? Because that's one of the things, that's one of the um, ways being in constant fight or flight shows up. That's, that's one way it shows up in your body. Like if you ever heard somebody say they were in survival mode, that's what they're talking about. But it's deeper than a mode because being in constant fight or flight, it produces large, uh, large amounts of um, cortisol in your body. And when you think about cortisol, I don't know if you guys, I don't know. Well, let me put it like this. It's a steroid hormone. It's called the stress hormone. And it increases sugars in your bloodstream and this is probably why so many people are diabetics not saying that it ain't because of what they're eating but if you've been in survival mode all your life then it's contributed to it that's what i'm saying so yeah yeah diabetes and then there comes hypertension you got high blood pressure Cause you've been in survival mode and we wear it as a badge of honor, not realizing the damage that this is causing, not realizing the damage cause it's causing. We, we make it look good on the outside, but in the, in, in the inside, this stuff is destroying us. It's destroying us. And I know some of us are conditioned to stay. Because your parents did you the same way and you you were shunned if you tried to walk away from them. So I get it. However, I keep talking about certain things so that it can wake us up so that we can make the decisions and do what's best for our lives. Because at this point, you got to do what's best for you. Because if you're listening to this, you are an adult. 
Now, I don't think no kids find in this podcast. You are an adult. So you got to do what you got to do for yourself. Because you're going to either live or you're going to die. It's just that simple. And then another thing, living in survival mode. This is why so many women are walking around here today with their hormones in balance. And you got hair growing all over your face. Not just, and it's, and let me just clear this up. It's not just being in survival mode, fight or flight. It's other factors too, but this plays a role. Okay, because your hormones could be imbalanced because of the birth control that the doctors know will throw you off, but they still prescribe them. So it, it could be that. It could be the food you're eating. It could be all of these things. It's a combination. Okay, so I'm not just saying just this. It could be a combination of things, but when you become aware then you can begin working on an area and then you can move to the next area and then work on the next area, you know, like that. So yes, facial hair growth in women. Okay. Being in constant fight or flight causes osteoporosis. It will cause your bones to be brittle. And I encourage y'all to get some anatomy books. Like, just start reading some books. Read some self-help books. Read, read up on fight or flight and the different um, hormones and stuff it releases and how, if you have an excess of that in your body, what it causes. I will tell you from personal experience, being so stressed out like that, and constantly in survival mode, I had bruises popping up on my body out of nowhere. And when it first when it first started happening, I didn't even realize what was going on. I didn't know that's what it was. But that hormone was so high in my body that I, I had bruises all over me. And I learned... Y'all, it was probably like a couple of months later that that's what that was. They were just all, they were just all over me. I was an adult, you know. Yeah. Then there was the, the rapid weight gain. I've been through it. I've, I've heard other people talk about the weight gain and they trying to figure out what is what's causing this. But that's probably what it was. And there, uh, there, there are a host of other things. That's why I want you guys to do some research. But mentally and emotionally unstable, unsafe, toxic environments, it's not healthy for you in no way, no how. It is, un, it is unhealthy. I don't care if it's your mama, your grandmother, whoever. If these people are mentally and emotionally unsafe, it's going to show up in your body and your health eventually. Because they're unsafe because they didn't have a safe environment. But rather than them learning 
and growing and doing better. They stuck in their ways. They're not going to do better. So you have to make the conscious decision for yourself to do better. Some, some people are not in a position to move just yet. And I remember that was me. And when I had had enough, I packed everything I could into my car with my daughter and I left and whatever couldn't fit, I threw it away. I didn't know where we were going, but I had to go because I couldn't do it no more. I could not. I could not. So I'm saying these things to just bring awareness. That's what this podcast is about. It's just bringing awareness. I mean, who would have thought the bruises was because of that? Because I didn't know that. I'm telling you, I learned that like months later after they start showing up on my skin. The heart palpitations, the feeling like something's smothering me and I can't breathe, all of that stuff, y'all. And then when you do start healing and you do start balancing those emotions and, you know, regulating everything and you feel sleepy and tired all the time, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because I know a part of my healing journey I just want to sleep a lot. And of course I thought, I was like, am I getting depressed again? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I remember when I was depressed and I used to sleep a lot, but no, I wasn't depressed. I was healing. I was coming down. It, it's like being on a high for 10 years. And then now you finally coming down and you're tired because you have overworked the crap out of your body. You don't overwork everything. Everything overworked. And then on top of it being overworked, your eating habits ain't all that great either. So you really just everything just overworked, overworked, overworked. Every organ overworked. And now you can finally get some rest. So that's actually a good thing. That's a good thing. But... Do what you have to do to exit these living environments. I I know, <laughs> I well, let me go back. I saw a TikTok and this young lady was talking about how the moment you turn 18, black parents got you paying the mortgage and, you know, all the bills until you got to buy all the food in the house. And it's like, so basically I'm just here to pay all your bills. Like, and, and they were talking about how stressful that can be staying in black households because it's like, what's the difference in me staying here doing all this and I go get out on my own. But then when you tell some parents that you're going to go out on your own, they do things to try to control you and incite fear in you. So you can stay and continuously take their abuse. One of the one of the um, authors in my new book, Nicole, she actually wrote that in her story about how when she told them she was going to move out, how her mom proceeded to speak word curses over her to make her fearful about being out on her own. 
And a lot of us have been through it. A lot of us just won't admit it. So a lot of us won't admit a lot. Just recently, I think it was last week, I had somebody tell me they couldn't be a part of a project because the family convinced them that saying anything about what they went through will bring judgment on them from God. This is why we can't get free. This is why we can't get free. Because y'all weaponize everything. We'll weaponize everything. And this is why I love the platform. I like writing just to let people know, to know who you are. And when you silent in who you are, there's nothing these people can tell you to make you afraid of anything. You got people out here convincing people that God is going to bring judgment on them for telling the truth. When, if this the same God and this the same scripture, it said the truth shall set you free. And if you don't believe nothing, believe that because it really will. It will. It will. Because as long as you hiding behind something and it's almost like you're, you're a prisoner to it. You're a prisoner to what happened to you because you won't speak out about it. There's a lot of people that will not speak out about certain things. A lot. And then those of us that do, they always, always, always find an issue with us. There's always something. I've been called more demons than I can count at this point because I told the truth and I spoke up and I called people on their BS. Everybody's not ready for that and they can't handle that. And then goes back to what I, what I just said. People are convincing them that it's wrong. And this is where I find it really funny, especially in the black community. It's wrong for them to speak out against you, but it's okay for them to speak out against somebody else that's not related to you. So let's just hypothetically, I'm somebody you go to church with. You, I'm not a family member. Your family member goes to church too. Your family member is in the church mistreating people, cussing people out, telling everybody they're going to hell, blah, 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 blah. That's okay especially if that family member has a title that's okay it's okay for her to do that because she got it. she's justified by her title but then i'm i'm the church member that you know but i'm not related to you and i go and do the same exact thing i'm wrong not saying that i did this it's a hypothetical but i'm wrong because you've been conditioned to look past it when it's somebody in your family 
because family manipulates, abuses, and controls you into believing that no matter what they do to you, it's okay. Or anybody else, it's okay. But if somebody outside of family does it, then it's only wrong when somebody outside of the family does it. And this is the issue that I had in a lot of spaces that I've been in. It's okay for her to do it because that's your sister. But I'm wrong because of how I reacted. Because most of the time with me personally, it was more so my reaction to it. So your sister wasn't wrong for how she came at the situation. But I was wrong for telling her what she could get off. This is the dynamic. And if we can't if we can't bring correction in our own house, then how you think you're gonna get outside of your house to, and try to expose somebody and tell somebody this, this, that, and the other? Like it don't make no sense. But this is all going back to toxic living environments. Because they, they are controlling, they are abusive, they will manipulate you, and they will have you seeing everything one-sided. They will have you being touched by your family member and keeping it a secret because it's a family member. But then if the little boy at school touch you, your mama coming to the school raising hell. Maybe that was a better example. Now, she know Uncle Johnny touching you because Uncle Johnny touched her. But that's family and you don't talk about family. That's what the black, that's what the black family tell you now. That's what, that's what you've been raised to believe. But then at school, a little boy touched you and the whole family at the school ready to, ready to jump somebody. But the main uncle that's touching you, he in the crowd. But because that's your uncle, that's okay. Make it make sense. So you up here, you you operating out of um, survival mode. You've been molested by your family member, but you can't say nothing. Then you got these people over here, this boy that molested you. And the same family that's okay with Uncle Johnny messing with you is now trying to fight this boy, mama, and dad, and whoever else at the school. And now you sitting here conflicted, like what is happening? So you take those same dynamics into your family. And then now it's your child being touched by a family member. And you allowing it to happen. But then when they come home and tell you somebody else has done something or said something to them, you're ready to jump on them. But you taking all the frustration out on that other person because that's what you want to do to your uncle. If we really think about it, you want to fight your uncle. You want to get you. You want to. But you can't because you are bound and imprisoned by this, this ideology that family over everything, no matter what they do. Because you, you want to tell somebody. So you put all that energy in this other person. 
when the person who originally hurt you was the person who touched you and the one that let it happen. And these are the dynamics that we are in in these unsafe living environments. But yet, when you see a, a mama struggling who actually love her children, protecting her children, she ain't let nobody touch her children. She just don't have a lot, but she got a lot of love. She talked to her children. She lets them talk. She lets them express her express their feelings. She does what she can financially, but she is emotionally connected with her children. She's mentally connected with her children. She knows she has had some struggles. She knows she needs help, and she's doing everything she can to make sure they are safe psychologically. But you downplay her. You talk about her like a dog because she don't have a lot to give them financially. She don't have a lot to give them financially. But they don't have to grow up with mother wounds because most of us that have mother wounds is because there was no emotional connection. There was abandonment emotionally and mentally. But here, this woman is making sure she has that bond with her children. She holds her children. She comforts them. She touches them. She loves on them. She affirms them. But you dog her because she don't have the latest Jordans to put on their feet. But the one that does have the Jordans, this she laid up with the nigga that's touching the child. If we don't do better, We are going to have a society of extremely broken people full of rage. And you think it's bad now, it's going to get worse. And y'all up here thinking the world is the way it is because people not beating their kids. Well, that's my take on unsafe living environments. <laughs> and um, I'm going to leave it there until next week. Y'all take care. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. If there was anything shared that resonated with you, please share on your platform. I'd greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that follow button to be alerted on all upcoming episodes. Have a wonderful day.